Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars, and this week, the wacky races. I need to start this week with an apology again. Oh, bloody not hell. About, uh, not about Apple not uploading last week's show, because they did that bang on time. Thanks, Apple. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Apple. Cheers, thanks, guys. Great guys. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. The show last week, I, I kept saying that there's a shortage of superconductors that's affecting the car industry and that's obviously bollocks cars don't generally have superconductors in them that's something else i meant semiconductors and quite a lot of people have been in touch semiconductors semiconductors so hang on is that someone that is that someone that controls an orchestra of not quite erections if you like (laughs) (laughs) what a what a wholesome thought! Yeah, well, um, that would be if 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 Euro Trash was still in existence, that would there would oh be God, that that would be, be yeah. in the Netherlands somewhere. That would be yeah. a and you're yeah. banned if you get a full erection during the performance. <laughs> um, now, also something we didn't talk about last week that I realised we just sort of completely glossed over was um, it's not like us. It was the it was the good with revival, which I didn't go to, but you did. Yeah, the how revival. was it? It was wonderful. I only went for a day, and it was actually a day off. I tried to take a day off, but obviously still loaded it with car content. Um, and I just thought, I won't film, I won't do anything. I got a late opportunity to go down there, and it was very kind of um, Ineos to say, do you want to come down for a day? Um, we'll give you a hospitality, and you can have a toilet really close to the pit wall, which is a crucial element, I'm going to say. <laughs> well, it's our age. You can't be too careful. It, it, it's not that. It's a case of, A, I know I was massively tired, so I was guzzling coffee all day, which means I was pinching yeah. the tip for a lot of the time. And and so, and so on, the, on the one hand, listening to thundering V8s and, like, screaming sixes is wonderful. But you do have to sort of hop, skip, and jump in period attire over to the lavs. Um, so it was, and, and the weather was good. And I, to be honest, it's one of those shows that I, I do go there to to meet people. But at the same mm. time, it's I like going there to just look at and listen to the cars. I, I, I'd yeah. be quite happy to go on my own and not say anything to anybody. I know that sounds, <laughs> I know, I know that sounds really antisocial because people do, do want to chat, but. I'm wearing a vintage RAF uniform, but I've got a massive badge that says, I have a sore throat, leave me alone. (laughs) What did you wear, out of interest? You know what I wear. I wear the same thing or similar. Did you wear the the sort of greaser thing? Yeah, of course I did. I was was always always going to go as a a sort of more beatnik. I'd I'd say more beatnik this time. Okay. Um, So let's say uh, mid-60s, sort of 64, 65, early Beach Boys... Okay. Um, Levi's Stay Pressed, Converse All Stars. I've had one of my highly flammable polyester racing jackets, which are correct for the era. Okay. Um, which luckily yes. no one was smoking near me. Um, 
Which and is inauthentic, actually, because if it had been 1964, everyone, everyone would, would have been smoking. smoking near you. That's true. And I would have probably, um, I would have probably splashed some sort of race fuel up one arm accidentally while I was talking <laughs> to somebody or, or eyeing up a chick. <laughs> that is what have happened, wouldn't it? Yeah. So don't come too close. I'm covered in five star. That's right. So I and I did that. Yeah, no, it was it was good because a lot of people do, as we said before, they do go in the sort of period military attire, which is yeah, um, I suppose seems to be the sort of more accepted form of regalia. But I know I have to, I have to say, great on the socials. I saw a picture of somebody, a mate of mine, just put a picture of someone they know who'd gone as sort of uh, more of a naval look, but with a big roll neck jumper, and I oh. thought, now that's a look. That's, and that's, that's a, something for me to ponder next time I'm going to the revival. I would do that as long as the the roll neck wasn't wool, because my neck would just be a blaze. I'd be itching and stretching my the neck of my sweater all day. Yeah, that's true. Um, actually, I'd be the same. Uh, but I'd, I'd I'd probably have a distraction in the form of um, a pipe that I would never light. I would just constantly mm. hold it at, at the right angle, and you know the angle I'm talking about because you'll be doing it with your hands as you're listening. Yeah, it's that pipe stunts. And that—that's yes. the perfect opportunity to put one leg up on a on a on a pile of spare oh, period race yes. tires in the pits. Yes. While some guys tuning the carbs on an E-type, you've got or one the, leg or up. Or the wheel of an open wheel racer. Oh, even. yeah, looking or any down. Car, really, but just yeah, one leg on up. The pipe. But as you're saying, you'd like to go through revival and just look at the cars, not talk to anyone. If I had the pipe, I'd want to talk to as many people as possible. And what I'd want to do is I'd remove the pipe from my mouth, use the mouthpiece as a sort of gesturing <laughs> tool and start most of my sentences with now look here <laughs> oh i've got an idea you could have so when it when it turns to dusk like one of the la- last races of the day is often a, a lights mm. on dusk race yes you could, because it's a not a real pipe you could put a laser pointer in the, <laughs> the mouthpiece of the pipe <laughs> so you've added a smidge of technology and therefore when you're pointing at things when you're saying oh I've really noticed the way that you've set up this car. A very interesting um, collector on the um, exhaust manifold. And you point with the pipe, yeah. and the pipe also has a laser in it. So and the people, laser comes out. The laser comes yes. out, and people go, hang on a minute. And, and it's confusing. People don't want to stop the conversation, but at the same time, they're going, he's okay. pointing with the pipe. He's got pipe? a laser. Yeah. yeah. Be careful not to activate the laser whilst you've got the pipe in your mouth because over time it may slowly burn off your uvula. That's true. Just a thought. I mean, um, I don't know if that's possible. I may be confusing real life with a cartoon, but it yes. feels like something that might happen. So, Well, actually, um, it's funny you should say um, confuse with the cartoon because I was going to start this podcast talking about... My daughter asked me yesterday... Um, she said, what what sort of cartoons and, and shows did you like watching when you were a kid? And I sort of sat there and thought, I said, oh, I, I, said, I particularly used to enjoy older cartoons, so cartoons that were old when I was a kid, mostly the Hanna-Barbera ones. So I always liked old Scooby-Doo because it was consistently creepy. And yes. and yet, well, and, and my wife... Um, my wife chimed in and said, the, the, she said, the thing about Scooby-Doo, old Scooby-Doo, is the storyline is exactly the same every time. Yeah. And there's always they they go oh let's go for like a funky day trip in our cool van and it suddenly gets very dark very quickly and they go into a ghost town or like I don't know a, a hamlet that's surrounded by bog and you go well how did you find that and what, what's the deal with you sat now it's absolutely screwed so there's that 
so they it goes from being maybe an idyllic day out to just something very sinister but also not very many people live in that village or town and there's always one person who obviously wants to control something yeah. um, and they always wear masks there's never an, an, a non-masked baddie it's always a mask yes but so i said that's cool and then i went on to suddenly go oh and there was this thing called wacky races which i really really enjoyed because it had loads of weird cars in it and she stopped me and she said did you just say wacky racists and i said no that's (laughs) i said that i mean i know it was a long time ago but it definitely wasn't a cartoon called wacky racist and then i brought up wacky races you know the intro just to show her that a there was nothing racist in it and b that that all the different vehicles and i forgot the names of them do you remember any of them ah oh that's a good one could you name Um, any of them well, I was going to say the cosy coop, but I think that's that kid's toy that mm. everyone has, isn't it? That's not it. It was the there was a coupe, there was a something. The coupe. Arkansas Chuggerbug. Ah, yes. That, Is that right? There, yeah, there was one called the Arkansas something. Yes. Peter Perfect was in. Yeah, cool. You go. You're good. He was the guy the, with the chin. Yeah, but what was his car called? The I think Ultra-cock it was. Or it was the. It was, I think it was the Turbo Terrific. Yes. And it was like a dragster. Yes, you're um, right. And he had a huge chin and a massive helmet, not like that. Yes. <laughs> and um, and um, then there was the there was the Penelope Pit Stop had a was that the something coupe? I don't know what the name of Penelope's car was. I do know um, that the thing that was a coupe was the gruesome twosome in the creepy coupe. Uh, Oh, okay. do you remember the gruesome? Because they were the ones. One yeah. guy's got like a bowl cut, and you can't ever see his eyes. Yeah, and and the the coupe is a haunted house on wheels that's constantly yeah. surrounded by bats, which is just, <laughs> <laughs> which always, <laughs> always make me laugh. Quite useful because the bats could perform a sort of you know rudimentary parking sensor duty, or in fact, oh, yeah. forward-facing yeah. radar for um, <laughs> enhanced. Uh, high speed. Hang on. So you say? Are you saying that Elon Musk is going to put a tweet out in a couple of months saying the new radar is a cluster of bats? Yeah, he probably will. Does that mean um, you can't sell I, your car afterwards because there's 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 evidence of bats living around it? Yeah, you can't touch it. So you have to you just park it to at it. the end of your garden and leave it forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just. I'm now mentally working through else the 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 gangsters. Yes. Do you remember them? I do. I cannot... The Anthill Mob. Yeah, God, you are good. Are you using but Google? what was the car called? I promise you I'm not, because I was going to cheat in a minute. Well, not cheat, but look it up, because I need to know the answers to the ones I can't get. I feel like maybe people are listening to this going, you friggin' idiot, it was called the Boston Strangler. Do you know what? I actually... I think the car was called something like the Big Bomb, or the... the, the was it? The Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I take to the internet? Yeah, the Army Surplus Special, which was the half-tank thing. Oh, do you remember that? I've forgotten about that, yeah. Yeah, which would always look dreadfully slow. Um, you had, oh, this one always makes me laugh because the guy driving it has just a horrific comb over. Is <laughs> Professor Pat Pending, the inventor in the converter car. Oh, yes. Which is the thing that could do a bit of everything, couldn't it? Yeah. He would just re, he would just invent solutions God, to whatever there were, problems there they were had. More, there were more characters in this than I. Oh yeah, there's, there's more. Oh yeah, it's 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 like UB40. There's 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 more <laughs> there's, there's, there's more there's members more. of the wacky racists than um, than UB40 members, band members. Okay, actually. so 
This is off Wikipedia. From the top, Dick Dastardly had the Mean Machine. Yes. Uh, the Slag Brothers, Rock and Gravel, had the Boldermobile. <laughs> that's that's it, the Boldermobile, yeah. Gravel, and they were called the Gravel and Rock. Um, one was called Gravel, one was called Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Gruesome Twosome. Yeah. Tiny and Bella, they were called. Were they? Yeah, Tiny was the big one and Bella was the little one. Gosh, I never knew their names. Uh, in the Creepy Coupe, so you got that one. Uh, Professor Pat Pending was in the converter car. The Red Max, do you remember him? The the, the sort of... the He was like the Red Baron, basically, wasn't he? Oh! Bloody hell, I didn't and remember him. The, I love it when Wikipedia is sort of wonderfully po-faced about silly things. Um, in the description for the Red Max, it says, his vehicle is able to fly... Although only for short distances in ground effect, and there's a there's a hot there's a hyperlink to ground effect if you want to read more about that. Because well, sort of when you go to look up the wacky races, you love to get down a rabbit hole of aerodynamics. Um, <laughs> the Red Max's uh, car was called the Crimson Hay Baler. Wouldn't have got amazing, that amazing. What now about- Penelope Pit Stop? Yeah. Her car was called the Compact Pussycat. It was Again, it really? I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, I wouldn't have got the that. Compact. Pu- I'm going to write this down. Um, Do you know that's going to be a Doji Cat song coming out yeah. imminently? <laughs> you know it will. The um, the Army Surplus Special uh, you got, but the, the drivers again wouldn't have got this at all. Sergeant Blast and Private Meekly. Oh, <laughs> we've got that. Uh. I, I remember the Buzz Wagon, the Buzz Wagon, the Buzz with, Wagon. There yes, was a Rufus Roughcut. Yeah, was he the uh, was he his, the Beaver? Yeah, can you remember what the Beaver was called for twenty points? Something cut. No. Wasn't it? Good guess. Sawtooth. Sawtooth, that's and it. And the car was called the Buzzwagon. Um The Buzzwagon. Peter Perfect and the Turbo Terrific, you got that. Um so yeah, Arkansas Chuggabug was driven by Lazy Luke and Blubber Bear. Were they hillbillies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how I mean I, I will have watched and assure you were, because this came out in the late sixties, so I will have watched it in the mid eighties. Yeah. I'm guessing late 80s and it was still really funny and then I went on I went on to say to my daughter oh there were, then there was a, like a spin-off show from memory called Catch the Pigeon yes that but was just the, dastardly and muttly wasn't it I that think. was just that was penis bastardly and smutly yeah and and what was weird about that was I was convinced it was called Catch the Pigeon and I looked it up and it's called Stop the Pigeon oh yeah, okay. so but I thought it was all about catching. No, apparently it's all about stopping. Stopping. Yeah, it well, takes on you... sort of like the pigeon was attempting to commit an act of a, of terrorism or something. Well, what was the pigeon? Why was the pigeon so? Because Dick Dusley I... risked everything to catch the pigeon. So uh, I mean, I hate just... pigeons. I think they're twats. But no, fair it's... enough. I mean, just you know, they could have just shot him, but it never seemed to occur to them, did it? Shoot um, the pigeon. Shoot one episode pigeon. only. Yeah, poison the pigeon. <laughs> using poison. La la la. Job done. Series <laughs> over. Episode one. Weirdly, uh, just, I just, found just, a dead just... racing pigeon when we went on holiday the other week. Oh, did you? Are you yeah, supposed you... to do something with those? Because obviously they're a bit different to your common garden. Dirty yeah, it was bad because it's when I went. On the camping trip without my wife, um, oh yes, the we walked into town and I'd booked um, a takeaway from the Indian restaurant, uh, which was wonderful. But just outside the the door to the Indian restaurant on the road, unfortunately, it looked like a racing pigeon had landed just to peck at a bit of sausage roll or something, and then got instantly compacted. So there was a squashed pigeon with a quite a prominent 
uh, ankle bracelet, whatever you call them, you know mm. the ones. And I felt a bit bad because I thought, oh, that's some that could be someone's pride and joy. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and Potentially it, quite valuable, aren't they? As well, those I think so. Pigeons. But it's a bit unprofessional on the pigeons' part to get distracted by a bit of food. I mean, surely they're, they're supposed to be like they're the elite athletes of the pigeon world, aren't they? They're just focused on the job in hand. I don't. Well, unless it was Dick Dastardly, and of course he was driving really fast through the town in an Audi SQ7, and um, just decided to take out the pigeon after he just sprayed bits of um, hot sausage roll all over every road nearby. Yeah, mm. you do get a lot of Dick Dastardlys driving Audi SQ7s, don't you? Uh, I've seen a few Dick Dastardlys. Yeah, they're like a synthesized tailpipe. Just to wrap this up, the other, the final mm. uh, entrance in the Wacky Races was the Ant Hill Mob. Um, and you're right, their car was called the Bulletproof Bomb. The gangsters were called Clyde, Ringading, Rugbug Benny, Mac, Danny, Kirby, and Willie. Which really, so yeah. much attention to detail in the old Hanna Barbera yeah. cartoon world of the. Do 60s. you know it's one of my my long time dreams or dreams fantasies is that if I could work in any other era of television at any other studio, it would have been at Hanna Barbera in the late sixties. Would it? Partly. Well, apart from the else, I imagine they were all just off their heads the whole time. They must have been. You look at some of the stuff and you just go, how much acid were they claiming on expenses? It's like, yeah, they're very zany, aren't they? But it is here, zany. Do, you want, do you want me to slightly blow your mind? Yeah. Not with acid, Please. but with, yeah, with I was facts. Say. Um, guess how many episodes of The Wacky Races they made? Oh, it's just going to be one like the Faulty Towers, where there's only like eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone well, thinks that it was on forever. It's it was... 12, 12 episodes of Faulty Towers, I know that. They okay. made more episodes of Wacky Races. I'm going but... to say they made 25 episodes. <sighs> they made 17. Is that all? But each episode was actually two stories. So 34 in total, but it, it, it condensed. But is that into... it? Yeah. 17 episodes of 20 minutes and it was two 10 minute stories per ep so Bloody and that's hell. it i now want to know what's catch slash stop the pigeon um might have been um, hang on i'm going to go to we refer to mutley on a on a weekly basis in our house well me and do my wife what? do behind the kids backs now hang on a sec what it seems like it wasn't called stop the pigeon it was called Dastardly and Muttley in their flying machines, and in the UK and Ireland, it was just called Dastardly and Muttley. Was it? Yeah. So it wasn't called Catch or Stop the Pigeon? The original working title of the show, according to Wikipedia, was Stop That Pigeon. The peppy and memorable theme song by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, based on the jazz standard Tiger Rag, has a chorus that repeats the phrase Stop the, Pige- stop the Pigeon <laughs> seven times in a row. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it does. Blimey, love it. Again, they made 17 episodes of it, which Is were that... um, divided up in each episode was in two, so effectively two stories. If you do get a chance, listeners, go and uh, watch the intro to Wacky Races on um, on YouTube. But also note, note the logo and the font of Wacky Races. It's wonderful. Oh, just the just, cu- and that's what I dig yeah. with Hanna Barbera, and I say dig because you have to probably say that when you're referring to any <laughs> Hanna Barbera cartoon because it's very much of that period. Because if you think about, it, you've got the Jetsons, you've got 
it's Flintstones where they they drove around in a, a stone car using foot power, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but yet they had drive-in movies and things like that, and the technology of which was sort of glossed over. <laughs> but I I I do love the Flintstones. I love Hanna Barbera. Scooby Doo. I mean, look look at the Mystery Machine. It's legendary. So the the Hanna Barbera. I'm just looking at Hanna Barbera and where their studio was, because I'm just thinking in the late 60s and into the early 70s when I think they were probably at their creative peak mm. and their most zany. Yeah. But imagine the size of their flared trousers as a production team, the animators. Oh, the so much surplus material. Be I'm ridiculous. just trying to work out where. I think they, they were based in Los Angeles, but let's hope it wasn't on the coast because I just imagined it would have been lethally dangerous for the Hanna-Barbera animation team to pr- go anywhere windy. Oh well, they would have started. Yeah, they would have been. They would have been taken off. Some of them would have never been seen again. Yeah, especially if they had jackets on too. Uh, they would have turned into those, you know, those bats that can fly from one tree to another. There's they a picture have... here again on Wikipedia on the Hanna Barbera page of the outside of their studio. Oh, in... but it's awesome. Well, yeah, it must be the '60s. It's mega. It's just, it's just the entrance, but it's got one of those signs that it could be a motel sign you know the ones where it's a yeah um, sort of jaggedy googie style no it's like imagine i mean it's a it's a hexagon but it's a squashed hexagon do you know what i mean yeah so it would be a sort of boring rectangular sign but possibly as an indication of the times that it was designed and erected in they've gone oh that's boring man let's make a difference so they it's it's actually got you know a sort of the upper and lower sides have, in fact, two sides. I'm describing this incredibly badly, but um, you are. But, it, but it's it's basically just imagine a hexagon, and then imagine it's, it's squashed, yes, until it's almost rectangular, but not quite, and then it's put on poles. That's what it's like. Right. Is Hanna Barbera still in existence, or I did it get swallowed up by? Yeah, I think they Disney were swallowed or... up, and then and then yeah. Disney hasn't uh, got the charisma of, of Hanna Barbera. Oh, they were bought though. by Warner Brothers apparently, and and Cartoon Network Studios. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. What would you drive if you had to enter the wacky races today? What would you drive? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what would I drive if I if I lived my fantasy life of working at Hanna-Barbera in 1968? Okay, well, answer, them, answer me both. Well, That's... I don't know enough about American cars of that era, so I'm just thinking something really massive, but one of those huge coupes with open, you know, no B-pillar. I okay, I doing. would recommend you of that era something that's a very much a land yacht, which is a sea body, Mopar sea body, which were nicknamed mm. the land, uh, the, the sort of the, the aircraft carriers. Mm. They, you could get a two door one of those, and the cabin is so comedically small, like there's no legroom or anything, but it's a twenty foot long car. Um, get a Chrysler 300C of that oh, era. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Which would be... It's got the same front end from memory as the uh, as the Plymouth Satellite and stuff like that. But um, it's not really muscle. It's sort of gentleman's, uh, gentleman's Express. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah, hey, yeah. when did the... Wait, so... Well, if I can go forward in time a little bit... Yeah. ...to the early 70s, then maybe yeah. I'll have a Boat Tail Riviera, because I love those. But they didn't come out till 71, did they? Was it 71, uh, 73, I'm trying to remember. They weren't very long-lasting, were they? Because no. people didn't like it at the time, and I think now they're really stylish. But um, I could uh, have my Dodge Charger, but brand new. Yes. And I'd be wearing a massively but- flared uh, polyester suit. Yes. Smoking yeah. with the window, with the quarter lights open, uh, trying but to fathom have- out... 
all of the. I mean, your Dodge doesn't have air conditioning. Did it ever have air conditioning? No, no, no. no, no that that one. So didn't. all the windows down then. All the, all the furiously. yeah, make the most of the pillarless. I'm trying to light a cig whilst obviously manually shifting in traffic. Yeah. Because it's yeah. heavy breathing traffic yeah. at that time of the morning. <laughs> I've, I've left the I've left my apartment, which is that lovely pebble stone that looks a little bit like the Flintstones uh, era. Okay, uh, with, with yeah. maybe a little a little fountain at the, out the front. And um, but I've forgotten to have breakfast. I've got to stop by somewhere en route to get something for breakfast because I'm not at the level where I've got a PA who'll bring me breakfast uh, yet. I don't know. I think you're fine. You're just going to have cigarettes for breakfast. Strong oh, am coffee. I? Is it tobacco and then for some, breakfast? Then probably some acid or some marijuana or something. <laughs> <laughs> Casting aspersions on the work ethic of Hanna Barbera <laughs> in the late sixties. I mean, they did turn out the cartoons. I presume they weren't actually on drugs. It just no. creatively, it seemed like they were very, very uh, laterally. No. And thinking. no one had had anybody got fat by then because no, it was, it was because more about of the just cigarettes. yeah uppers and downers cigs yeah. and um, just constantly sort of chasing the creativity rather than thinking about yeah. eating. So yeah, it's just a kind of thinness you don't get anymore, which is probably also because our diets have got better, more comprehensive. Yeah, we do generally eat better <clears> now, don't we? But um, I was going to say, change the subject. Since you mentioned having no interior room, I'm currently driving a borrowed Fiat 500e which oh, I know yeah. you've driven and reviewed yeah. on the late break show yeah. and um there's a lot about it that I like but there's yeah, nowhere too. to put my left foot no it's, I think you're right it's one of those really cars odd. there's no kept, foot plate I was convinced that there's like there must be something I could move out of the way and there isn't it's just like and then I thought I'll just move my left foot over and then it, it I was realised I was sort of under it's a bit the like the pedal. Audi R8 Roadster. When I last borrowed an R8 convertible, I couldn't fit in it properly. No, it's quite it a hard a car. Wonderful to fit car in. to drive, but I couldn't fully enjoy it because if you're tall, I actually got. I was working at the Grand Tour office at the time, and I got a bunch of the people from the office to come out who are all different heights to try it out, and I think we figured out that the maximum height at which you could get comfy in that car and really enjoy it was about five foot eight or nine. Mm. Which is weird given it's a German car. Yeah, the Germans don't normally They don't do that. that no. That's something else I'm not totally keen about with the 500E. You can't drop the seat enough, or at all actually, I think, in the one I've got. And it's not... What boot, as in in the back, for boot space? No, you can't you height oh, adjust drop it, it down. Height. So you sit too high, and I actually feel, although because the, the ceiling is domed because of the design of the car, domed. I've plenty of headroom, but my head is sort of in the dome. Dome. And I, so I feel like I'm sort of peering out from under a dome somehow. <laughs> it's like I just. For <laughs> is a it town one of those clear plastic umbrellas that yeah, ladies <laughs> walk around it needs. in? It needs a clear but, bubble roof, like something from the Wacky Races. The, the lack of adjustment on the seat, I do remember, because it's the same as. My, I've, my, I've recently got a new long term test car, which is uh, another EV. It's a, a, the Zoe. The ZE50 yep. Zoe. And a yep. lot of people take the Michael out, Michael out the Zoe, and I think it gets an unfair... Yeah, I think it's an easy target for people to bully you in, because, it, right. well, in the words of my wife, bully number one, she <laughs> said, it's the sort of car that a middle-aged woman buys, isn't it? Especially in that colour, the colour that mine had been supplied in. And what colour well, is yours? Well, it's like an ice blue. Oh, I know that one, yeah. Like a high metallic ice blue. But, yeah, but and I said, well... Yeah, I mean, colour's colour. It's like, who cares? But it's... 
It's a really good car. Apart from, and there's a few little things that annoy me about it. It's the you can't drop or, or lift the seat. Yeah, and it sits because it's a Renault. It sits naturally high. So for tall people like you and I, I feel like I'm sat on the roof of it rather than yeah. in it. And and but then I thought, well, hang on. Everyone buys crossovers these days anyway, and they apparently want to be high. And I've just mm. started to change the my driving position through necessity. And I've realised, oh yeah, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm sitting a little higher. Maybe I'm a bit more in control. But I, I've got to say, the Zoe's a damn good as an EV and as a as a as a as, a, as an electric. Um, <clears throat> mid-sized car, it's really good. Yeah, good I remember battery. liking the Zoe when I drove it. It's 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 just a, a neat little car, isn't it? And it works pretty well. This so it's funny you yeah. say about sort of cars that you get no respect in. Do yeah, because that the nobody fear, gives me respect in the Zoe. It's unfair. Yeah, I, I've got this fear. I've borrowed is is um is a light blue, and you do sense that in any given sort of. London situation where you either yield or someone yields to you. Yield, good, good. Vans good, and good people uses. in SUVs just oh, they'll bully their way through. They assume you're going to give way because you look sort of fey. You're in a fey car and you're not going to put up a fight, and it's it's quite interesting. Conversely, it's amazing that um, Porsche 992 that I came to the late break live uh, the other weekend. Yeah. Um, I was amazed at how people get out of the way of that on the motorway. And I wonder if it's that, because it's got those, those current it's it's Porsche. Wide. Do you think? I think it's because those, those Porsche now do those, those daytime running lights that are four sort of pinpricks of light. Oh, yeah, they're really intense, aren't they? And they're quite intense and they're quite striking. And I think people, it just catches people's eyes in the mirrors of cars in front and they sort of go, oh, oh and, and they think you're an emergency yeah. vehicle momentarily. Oh, maybe. I don't know. That's what they do, isn't it? But no, but, I, I know exactly what you, it is. One of those cars which I think a lot of people don't consider. But yeah, um, the the electric motor and the battery and the range and the tech on board is probably better than a lot of its peers. That's what I I'm remember. Say. Where were we? Were we? It was when we were at Goodwood that you said to me, "Oh, there's a facelifted Zoe over there. You should look at the interior. It's much better now." And I did go and have a look, and you were right. It is much better, yeah. isn't it? It's way because yeah. it was a bit. It was a bit too minimalist, perhaps, on the original Zoe. Like it felt slightly, yeah, basic. And, it did. It did. And I noticed they've sort of zhuzhed it up quite a lot. So, fair play. And the tech lift on it. If we're going to talk tech lift rather than tech face lift. lift, yeah. Um, what I would <laughs> do people say, really say tech lift? I do. I've started to okay. say it. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes, yeah. because a car like the Zoe doesn't look really any different, but um, they, they've made more of an effort with the cabin and the tech. And the good thing about the tech lift of it is the fact that it's genuinely evolved in a positive, useful way, rather than just throwing more complexities into the the, yeah. the, the game and, and uh, thus annoying the driver, which seems to happen increasingly now. So I like it. I like it. But they've definitely focused on the front part of the cabin, the rear seats are very basic, and there's not a lot for rear passengers. And the boot is very there's there's nothing going on in the boot. There's no attractive furnishings at all. They've put all <laughs> the money into the dashboard, of the steering wheel, and the front seats. But I don't mm. mind that because that's where I spend all my time. I tend not to sit in the boot, and I don't really care what my children think. So it's okay. But um, yeah, I've done <laughs> I've done some really long miles in it. I've done loads of really long journeys in it. I've managed to eke out a lot of efficiency from that bad boy. 
So oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sort of quietly smug about it. Yeah, I'm quietly smug. Um, oh, that's that's something else that's not quite right about. Sorry, I keep. I, I, I thought. I mean, I think the the fear is is a decent car, and I think I like the design. Like the interior feels actually quite high quality and quite nice. But the um, if you have it in one of the modes where you can do one pedal driving, which I always quite enjoy in yeah. EVs. Yeah, it does very aggressive regen. I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> yeah, and it's really clunky coming to a stop. It is like a learner driver nips. who hasn't learned to modulate the brakes. It sort of feels like yeah. it's standing on its nose, and you just you have to. I mean, you can sort of try and mitigate it a little bit by being very gentle off the accelerator, but otherwise, it's yeah, it's a bit crude. I thought other cars do it better. It feels just it's it's a calibration issue, and um, they haven't quite got it right. They've got but, the interior uh, right, but also the they've got that very strange chime. Or like boot up sound. Yes, which I remember you, you telling me about off, this. Doesn't it sound like a slightly creepy funfair? Yes, it does, or, doesn't it? Yeah, or a, a, a an unsettling chime uh, heralding an announcement on a railway station somewhere abroad. <laughs> yes, it's a foreign railway station announcement. It's that, or it, and when I ever, when when I ever think of a slightly sinister funfair scene. I always, I always, I always default to. Is it the beginning of Octopussy with the clown running away yes. from some assassins? Yes, and basically like running through loads of people with a worried look on his face. I watched that film quite young. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And I remember that opening scene where the clown gets murdered up against the window of the restaurant, yeah. which is right next to the fun fair. I'm trying to remember yeah. it. Um, it's bloody quite scared the heebie-jeebies out of me. Yeah, because yeah. It's suddenly I thought fun fairs were all about fun, and suddenly it's all gone a bit Scooby-Doo. You know, like <laughs> oh, actually, it's not a fun fair. It's where an old man wants to entice children and then murder them. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's not quite as fun anymore, is it? Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I remember the, I remember that. But it, there's definitely tones of that on the Fiat 500 um, yeah. start up and boot down it's sequence. A bit strange, isn't it? I'd I'll, like someone um, to put together a real montage of all the silly jingles that cars have now got when you start and stop them. Not just EVs, because there's yeah, because Kias make a, a a big old noise, and sometimes Kears. it plays as you switch off, but the stereo's still going, and it just clashes horribly with the music coming out of the stereo, and it just it's something. It's quite like a, it's like a mix that isn't quite working. 
Well, yeah, because there's two bits of music that are in different keys and it just sounds hideous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an orchestra Sort of thing that Scooter up. would do. Yeah. Isn't um, it? Actually, speaking of the Zoe, um, mm. did you see last week Citroen UK announced that they're going to bring that little Ami quadricycle to the UK? Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people on social media were getting very excited about this. Well, specifically car journalists who I presume are driven. I know you've driven it. I, I was going yeah, to ask one, you what you thought. Well, it's one of my most successful videos. Yeah, and done, I know you liked weirdly. it. I dig it a lot, um, but I'm under no illusions as to where it sits, I think, um, where who who might have any chance of wanting to own it or, or well, drive yeah, it. I think it's like no one. I mean, who... It's. I know it's cheap. I but. think it's a fleet car. That's the. Yeah. That's the impression I get. It's not a car which lots of private owners are going to go out and buy. I think it's a car which app um, users um, fleets will will buy. So they'll buy, let's say, twenty five of them to use in the centre of London. And yeah. You'll have your app. You'll unlock it. It'll track how many miles you've driven in, and obviously how long, and then where you leave it. Mm. And it will become the new Boris Bike Mafia vehicle, which I've seen in London a few times recently. Boris bikes suddenly now attract gangs, and you see these really daft, indestructible sort of Lego Duplo bikes being ridden aggressively the wrong way down a one-way street. (laughs) One of the guys in the gang is usually wheeling, and it's like a chevron of geese. You can't move around them because they're all coming at you. And it's a bit weird because you kind of uh, chuckle, but at the same time you think, well, one of them's probably got a blade, so I'm going to move aside. And But it, it's it's Boris Bike Mafia, isn't it? You, it? It's simple. You don't need to nick a moped. You don't need to nick a car anymore. You you all just borrow a Boris bike and go and do illegal activity with it. Well, you, I mean, you do have to pay for those bikes. Yeah, they're not much, though, are they? Or are they? I don't, I don't know. know. I've never used one, I'll be honest. It's funny because I've never noticed that, but maybe it's because I live here, so I just sort of, it's just, oh, it's just, you know, stuff that goes on. I'm not really, there are gangs of kids on, on bikes, but not on those renter bikes that I've spotted. And you know those scooters which are obviously illegal, but people nail around on them and the police yes. can't catch them anyway, which yes. I do think they're fantastic scooters, although, yeah, they're not legal. You can't really control mm. them. Mm. There was a dude going down, when when I took my, my lad down to the Back to the Future musical, there was a guy... <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy going down, I think it was the Strand, so one of the big streets in London, in the middle mm. of the road with his ear pods in, as yeah. going going it, almost as flat out as this thing would go. But the back tyre had come off the rim. So, what? Yeah, so it was it was doing that really fast, aggressive shimmy. So oh. he, he, was in a, he was in a death wobble. Yeah, but he was, but he was keeping the throttle pinned, and, and my, it was my son that noticed it first. He went, "That guy's going to completely come off. This back tire's broken. He, has, he seemingly hasn't noticed. He's just got his earphones in." And sure enough, he did. A deadpan look on his face. I think he was like, "I'm not stopping. I'm late. <laughs> I'm not stopping, or I'm massively hungover, or I'm a criminal, and I'm trying to get away from something." Yeah. And my back tire's just—it's—it it looks like a sausage roll. <laughs> and, and he was still keeping his his foot in, as it were, or his hand Bloody in, hell. his wrist in. It was amazing. I, I, also, if you're on a major thoroughfare through central London and you come off, yeah. there's a really good chance you'll just get run over by a bus or something. Exactly. It's a—it's a dicey environment in which to risk having a proper tank it's slapper like, and 
coming off. It's vulnerable, isn't it? But can you yeah. imagine if wacky races was like urban wacky races was just highly modified e-scooters which were illegal in the first place um app rental bicycles that nobody cares about <laughs> stolen mopeds stolen mopeds exactly and there's someone in a zip car there's someone which... in a zip car and and they're trying to roll a, a naughty um a naughty cigarette whilst like, not quite following ways properly and getting really annoyed with I've the whole learned to. I mean, I'm I'm quite glad a lot of those car clubs label up their cars, you know, with stickers down the side and stuff. Because I've learned to give Avoid them a wide them. berth. It happened to me yesterday. Actually, there was someone trying to come through a gap, and they clearly were not really aware of the width <laughs> of the Golf that they were driving, oh, and no. imagined it to be, in fact, the width of a super tanker. And, um, oh, really? And it was, but it was it was all labelled up as a as a zip car, and I was like, "There's there's someone who's just borrowed this car. They don't drive a lot because they don't have a car of their own. Because that's why they're using zip car, which is fair enough. But yeah. then they're so panicky and out of their depth. And also, it's it's you know it's, we take it for granted because we probably drive a lot of cars for our job. But if you don't drive a lot of cars and you get into a new car and everything's in a slightly different place, it is a bit of a stress, I think. Yeah, and um. It is. And then you've got to negotiate the kind of the cut and thrust of, of a city street. So, yeah, I've I've I kind of I see those those zip cars and just go. Oh, there's someone who's really pinging off the limiter of stress, and then just. Do you know what? Talking of deflated tires, how do you ever see like someone who's just driving on a flat tire in a car, and you just go, "Do you know?" Do you care? Oh, I've pulled. I've pulled What's one the over. Story. Oh, I've you pulled, did, didn't you? I've, you told yeah. talked about this before because yeah. I saw one a couple of days ago, a Smart Four Four, like the current shape one. Yeah, and one of the back tires was flat as fuck because you can hear them coming, can't you? Is that of course noise? you can. And it sounds going, like you've put twelve heavy wool Aran jumpers in a <laughs> washing machine and then put it up to fourteen hundred RPM. The thing's actually dancing across the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, that it's gonna tear me, it's gonna tear itself a new one. The washing machine is just because of those jumpers. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's a very good description. The worst one I ever saw was, and I, I'm pretty certain it was a Perodua Nipper, oh god, Kalisa Perodua Kalisa, coming out of a T junction that was slightly uphill, and one of the front tires was flat as fuck, and they had to gun it to get out of the junction, and the wheel was rotating within the tire because it was so it was so baggy. Seriously. I've went, never seen that. What are you doing? Well you're driving a, a Perodua Kalisa who which again it that is that's a Eurovision en- entrant. Surely. I always thought no that was a kind of um Perodua Kalisa. It's what that <laughs> what was that kind of music called at sort of in the two thousands? Not two step what no um I can't remember. But anyway, a lot Perodure. of call and response type stuff, yeah. Perodure. Did you say call, call and response? Call and response. Is it know. a bit like oh, my best mate, um, DJ Khaled? Um, yeah. Which yeah. just shouts another one 
at the, yeah. um, <laughs> like, and you you have to ask him what exactly? Another what? Yeah, another what? <laughs> Bourbon biscuit? What? He's just he's just sat in a studio with a massive pile of Family Circle biscuits and not yeah. enough liquid. <laughs> he's got another he's got one. An assistant who just hands them to him. So, how long did it take you to produce this Rihanna album? Oh, it was eighteen hundred Bourbons. That one was. So, how much time is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just eighteen hundred uh, Bourbons. Yeah, I I measure time. In Entirely in biscuits, sort of thing. Uh. Oh, I forgot to say. Maybe it was two or three weeks ago. I have to look it up on the internet. Um, I think it was Cardiff or Newport um, Football Club um, had a new a strip, a Burberry style strip designed um, in conjunction with the Goldie looking chain. Um, ah, and. I got forwarded it by loads of people because in in all the social media and stuff associated with it, um, they had the Goldie looking chain Cavalier. Oh yeah, uh, the the Cavalier. And yeah. I I was thinking, oh, this is a bit odd. I'm also wondering whether or not. Oh, here it is. It's yeah, N- Newport County. Hmm. I'm just looking at WalesOnline.co.uk, so a place I always go to. So Newport County's Goldie Looking Chain collaboration shirt. It's a guaranteed classic. <laughs> yeah, rap group Goldie Looking Chain revealed as the collaborators behind um, Newport County's new football strip. Yes, it's sort of like a knockoff of Burberry, which mm. I don't don't know how they will have got away with that. No, um, and they've used some old photos, and and one of those photos is me driving oh. the Cav- is driving the Cavalier with about ten girls on the roof with roller boots on so yeah <laughs> I interesting think I've seen this picture yeah interesting before. times interesting yeah. times lovely trip down but it actually might mean that I possibly buy a football strip for myself I was going to say you, surely you're entitled to one of these for, for now because of your place in GLC history well, it's a very small place in GLC history, but what I might do is I might buy one and put it in one of those box frames next yes, to yeah. the GLC gold disc, which does sit to the right of my head every time I record this podcast. Um, yeah. You can I'm very, very little... proud of that, because it's the only gold disc I'm ever going to get in my life, <laughs> unless you and I unless you and I decide to release a single that we try and like get to number one for charity or something. and by some... Yeah, we could try. I don't know what it would be. Hopefully it would be a little bit more tuneful than Three Brands on My Shirt by Badil and Skinner. But, Maybe, um, um, yeah, well, well uh, under, the, under the stage name Prodio Kalisa, perhaps. I don't oh, know. it would be. Would it be a, would it be a cover version of like, Who's Going to Drive You Home by The Cars, for example? We could do like a drum machine version of that. <laughs> as long as it's an 80s drum machine. Like a vocoder drum machine rendition. Yeah, I... I mean, I'm starting to think that Prodigal Kalisa actually sounds like something out of Game of Thrones, now I reflect on it. <laughs> Either way, I liked the Prodigal Kalisa. I thought it was an amusing little car at the time. We were, we, there we were slightly right obsessed now? with it. I bet there are. They, did, they, they sort of, they were out there, weren't they? We, James May and I, when we were making Top Gear around that time that car came out, we, we borrowed one and we were slightly obsessed with it. And James was half thinking he might just go and buy one like on his switch card because it was sort of four grand or something. And so you could, yeah. Well, hang and on. We next, the project next year hmm. will be the 20th anniversary of the Parodua Kalisa in the UK. What? 2002. It was. Really? Well, Apparently. I would figure then, because we started making Top Gear in 2002, and then, yeah, it was probably well, James we, was late, but we treat, it was around we, that time. Should we treat ourselves? 
to a Kalisa. Yeah, so should 2022 be Smith and Sniff and Kalisa? It could be a collab. You know, all these people are doing collabs these days, but just add another person at the end to Smith yeah, and Sniff. Yeah, Smith and Sniff times Prodio Kalisa. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just typing in Prodio Kalisa for Do you know what? Prodio doesn't even come up on Auto Trader. They've dropped off there. Are you, are you I imagine oh, hang you've on, gone hang straight on. for the bay. I've you're... gone straight for Gumtree. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> one on, there's one on See, Dirty Gumtree. Is there? There is one. And there's two. Hang on, there's one that's been... Um, Someone's painted it with rust effect paint. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. They've painted it with rust effect paint. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fantastic one here for £5. 2005, Project Kalisa, EZI, five-door auto. Oh, my Parts gosh. only, not vehicle, it says. <laughs> this is amazing. It says, this is a Malaysian-built version of the Daihatsu Quare. Yeah. This is not rust. It is a ru- this is rust effect paint. Great fun to drive. Good interior. One liter twin cam three cylinder dump valve yeah. on exhaust. MOT what? October twenty one was going dump to make valve it on exhaust. Yeah, it says it was, but they, but they weren't I, turbocharged. With it. I don't understand what he's trying to say there. Yeah. Um, was going to make it into a five-door mini lookalike, but circumstances for sale. <laughs> what circumstances? Circumstances of waking up and going, this is a terribly shit the idea. Circum- <laughs> yeah, the circumstances <laughs> of managing to find my medication again. Okay, I, I will forward this to you. We'll put it on the um, the Patreon. I'm not um, seeing this one. Oh, because I've gone, yeah, hang on. I'm I mean, it's amazingly odd. It's really odd. The one thing that always annoyed me... Sheets. 695 quid. I'm going to forward it to you now, Rich. Sort of more than I'd expect. Uh, the, the thing that used to annoy me about the Project Kalisa is that the front number plate was off to one side. I think to clear, presumably the rad is also offset. It would have been so offset rad, yeah. There's actually that, a, but... there's a really expensive one. There's a 2009 GXI Yeah, Kalisa. it's just the, the one that's 1,694. Oh, I've seen yeah. the one you're talking about, Rat Car. It's in yeah. Bradford as well. Is it? But it says yeah, it's it's not, it's not it's not rust it's rust effect paint. But okay. no one's going to buy that. But maybe we should. And well, then we should get it vinyl wrapped and talk about it on social media. Yeah. Shall we? What colour should we wrap our Kalisa guys? It's got bonnet pins. This this rust look one. I'm wondering whether he's maybe he has turbocharged it. He just has forgotten to tell the. Anyone yes. looking at the um, rust look paint? I suppose it is because it's on the bumpers, which are plastic. So it's yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the early days of rust paint, I was going to do okay. that to a Vauxhall Monaro, and then I realised they just rust anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was going to do like a Mad Max kind of like du- you know dust rust, slightly gnarly. I was, I was, I was, I was looking for some time to buy a salvage damaged Monaro. I was looking for one that maybe someone had sort of driven up the side of a wall with slowly. <laughs> So it wasn't. The drivetrain was still fine. <laughs> I had sorry. this vision. This, this is vision. not the first time that you've said someone's driven up the side of the wall. I believe that this was your dream for your ghetto Boxster. Was that yeah. it was mechanically perfect, but someone had driven up the side of a wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Who exactly are these the people you believe that look after their cars but then drive up the side of a wall? Is I, it the elderly? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yes, it's the elderly. But elderly people tend not to own Vauxhall Monaros. Uh, it, well, the Monaro idea I had before Ghetto Boxster, but Ghetto Boxster is the same principle. It's like it's a fundamentally well 
looked after car mechanically for most of its life. And then, then they had mm. to do a sort of swerve avoidance manoeuvre to, a, I don't know, a, oh, okay. um, let's say, a deer. Someone, someone in a zip car was coming the other way. Someone in a zip car. And then immediately after the zip car was, what, what are those really small deer that are a little bit annoying? Uh, muntjacks. There was a <laughs> muntjack and they had to swerve one way, then the other way. And then they... <laughs> What then annoys they, you about muntjacks? Well, because they're a sort of they're not a full commitment deer. That's what annoys me. They're well, almost like, like small dogs are sort of a bit. Yes, it's yeah. not quite a full commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no oh, offence if there's any muntjacks um, listening. Or I'm, I'm, I beg your pardon. I had my settings on Auto Trader. I'd, I'd got a price, a preset price for something else. I was looking at the other day. I've, well, I've reset my filters, and there are actually six Kalisas on Auto Trader. Are there six? Yeah, I'm going in. Okay, uh, just ooh, make make it quick. What we got? Absolute we beauties here. Five hundred quid gets you into a Kalisa with fifty three thousand miles on it. It's private seller. It's in South End. Gosh, it's that's purple. Really, that's cheap. It's an O three plate. It's a one litre. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's got a dent in the boot lid. It's this has got that's old spec. person spec. This has got yeah. Selling has, for project it? or parts needs a new exhaust has no MOT, but does have a brand new battery and a clean interior. So, do you know what? I go. could get it. I More could get a custom exhaust. We have it. I could get an, a, a custom exhaust made in Essex before we left the county. Um, yeah, and we could go for something quite quite hair raising with the exhaust possibly at the other end of the scale there's one here for two grand which no one, no one, that's not going to be sold it's too, it's too much it's, they were really amusing to drive that's the thing because they're Daihatsu and Daihatsu's yeah. I missed can we I don't know if I've said this on the on the cast or on the old videos of S&S before but I really missed Daihatsu I think I did say it we have talked about this because we were were we not talking about the, the, what are they up to and we discovered they're busy doing wonderfully odd things in Japan and more power to them. Oh, that's um, right. And we we missed the fact that they didn't bring any of their cool, weird shit over here. That's yeah. what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because um, actually, if not a produce a Kalisa, I'll tell you what I really liked was that funny sort of doorstop-shaped charade. Do you remember the... Um, oh, yeah. Again, uh, sort of early 2000s. Yeah. And they were, they were mega. I really... I mean, genuinely, it was like a really amusing car to drive. And... Um, uh, I, I actually thought quite a good car because it had a really nice ride. They'd benchmarked, I remember this, they admitted in their bump, they'd benchmarked the Renault Clio as the sort of what they wanted their car to feel like in terms of its kind of comfort and its grown-upness, even though the Schraub is a lot smaller and cheaper, so um, and probably a lot better made. But then <laughs> yeah. I was driving one once that I'd borrowed and I um, pulled into a car park and there was a car park attendant and he came over and tried to make me park in the disabled space because he believed that the charade was, in fact, a car for a wheelchair user. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. And I went, no, mate, I'm not, I'm not disabled. And he went, oh, sorry, I just... And oh, that, was, oh, that's really, amazing. Really awkward situation. And it was entirely based on her because he thought the car was some kind of, you know, he'd never seen one before. And he thought what? it was some kind of special, you know, sort of specially adapted, like the old blue Thundersley Invercars, you know. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. There's a few Shiraz on Auto Trader. We could have you've, one of those. They're more expensive, though. Oh, this conversation has rekindled my thirst for a ghetto Boxster again. But sadly, oh. I think it's not a good time to buy a second-hand car. Values no, are high, not. sky high. No. So even a shite oh, is going to be four grand. We've had so many messages. I'm sorry, I haven't, we haven't got around to reading any of them out. We've had so many messages from people who, after we mentioned we buy any car and other oh, yeah. car buying services, have been putting their cars 
details in to see and have, have in many cases either been pleasantly surprised or have had the experience of home my defender where they they go ultra low ball to get you to bugger off but mostly it's people going oh my god i can't believe what my car's worth according to them i think i think some people even said i've now sold my car to ebony car because i didn't realize that they would give me so much for it so oh my um, gosh so we're yeah, interesting times okay um I have to reiterate, we're not in any way sponsored by or affiliated with We Be Only Car. We just no. mentioned them, and apparently they're giving away money at the moment. No. Um, well, we'd be affiliated with them if they let us do their adverts. <laughs> um, but we don't, so there's that no, on that don't. side of things. So I'm afraid no. Um, oh, and Talking about on that side else. of things, that is something. You, you said this before we started recording. Neither of us can remember... The, the the first time it was mentioned, the, the original story behind Otsot on the podcast. Well, no, I don't know when. Because I was that's, cause I was telling you before we started recording that someone had messaged me and said, can you tell me when it was? Because I want to play that episode to my wife to try and explain to her why this... The context thing, of the madness. Yeah, and I couldn't remember. It's sort of always been there. If anyone who's listening does remember, drop us a note and I'll pass it on to other people. But yeah, you might be surprised to know we don't maintain this scrupulously precise archive of everything we've done. We're a bit too <laughs> disorganised for that. So, um, well, I never uh, listen back to the podcast no. for good or for good or for bad. I I just don't. Um, no. So I actually forget what the bloody hell I say until somebody messages us and goes, oh, I remember when you said about this. And we go, I don't, did I, I mean, say I mean, in a that? way, as you get old and senile, maybe it'd be quite useful. You've got this kind of weird hard copy of your brain that you can refer back to. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought well, of that. I, rem- I don't, don't remember wanting a Boxster, but maybe I did. Um, I, do, I do want a ghetto Boxster. Yeah. Oh, is this how I ended up with a rotten Perodua Kalisa at the bottom of my garden? Oh, gosh, it's all, it's all started then. That's, uh, that's <laughs> September 2021. Gosh, I don't know why I've given you a slight northern accent in your dotage, no, but there we are. No, thanks for um, that, though. I like it. I like but it's it. something to reflect on. Uh, it, like those people who, you know, sort of have some kind of brain trauma and then suddenly find they can speak Welsh and stuff. It's um, It happens. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, it's probably a good time for us to wrap this up because I'm talking shit. We're supposed um, to have. We're supposed to have done some listeners' letters again. Oh God, we're Bloody way past hell. that. We'll do it next week, shall we? Oh no. Well, where we, we might have something else quite good to talk about next week that we probably can't. Are we allowed to reveal? Oh, I don't know. Someone, we're going to go and see the new James Bond film, aren't we? So we are. That is not just for the podcast. Yeah. I'll leave it there. I'll Carrot dangler, there. you. Carrot dangler. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Carrot dangler. <laughs> uh, welcome to America's funniest kittens. Uh, okay, so before we go, um, I've got the usual three things to tell you. But first of all, uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel called The Late Break Show, where there are many excellent videos. Uh, Barnfinder Sparda, going great it's, guns. Yeah, people Very are good liking video. that. Yeah, the uh, plot thickens. I've had lots of threatening phone calls. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I've got. I've, it's now got very involved. People oh. claiming that it's theirs, that it can't be sold because it's mine. <gasps> and you're like, okay, prove it. I'm willing to tell the story. And then suddenly it wow. goes quite quiet. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've like, when you ever put on like a neighbourhood group, I found twenty pounds in the street, and lots of people go, yeah, it's mine. No, no, I've I had I had one of the siblings of the deceased estate phone me and say, I wish you'd come to talk to me rather than the other siblings because I'm the one that's oh, got no. the keys and I know the owner. And I go, okay, <sighs> who is the owner? Oh, I can't tell you that. It's all going through probate. Okay, oh so God. who is the owner? But and a couple of and I won't go into it now because we've run out of time, but. There's a there's an Aspada owner that's come forward, 
who's in, in the club and obviously has had an Espada for about 20 years, and he said, mm. I think I know exactly what that car is and who used to or is referring to used to owning it but maybe does still own it but can't legally say that they still own it and i went oh my gosh pandora's box has been well and truly crowbarred open bloody hell yeah it's great love it all right well keep us keep us posted it's like an episode of um emmerdale but actually i'm gonna say instead of the instead of the normal music i'm gonna end this with Eastenders, um, anyway, what's going what on? Oh, yeah. What's going on, Richard? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on Ed? You touched by Lamborghini, you're in the Asphodel. What's going on? What am I supposed to think? So, uh, second thing I've got to tell you is that um, I've got various books out. Um, one of them is called Boring Car Trivia, Volume 2, with a foreword by TV's Jeremy Clarkson and lots of tedious facts in it. Uh, volume 3 coming very, very soon. It is. And uh, the third thing I have to tell you is that I can't find my notes. Oh, yes. Uh, right, here they are. <laughs> the third thing I have to tell you is that the guns of HMS Belfast on the River Thames are permanently trained on London Gateway Services. Are they? They are. Um, the uh, The services are about 11, 12 miles away, and that's the threshold of the gun's comfortable range. So when the boat was, boat, ship, whatever it's called, um, was first put into the Pool of London by Tower Bridge in the early 70s, they decided to elevate the guns to their sort of comfortable range and train them on what was then called scratchwood services because they thought it'd be good PR. Oh my gosh. They, they have, as far as I'm aware, the custodians of HS Belfast have no intention of destroying London Gateway services, so don't worry about that. There we go. Unless you know different, in which case, drop us a note. Hello at smithandsniff.com is how you can contact us, or if you're one of our patrons, do it through Patreon. Yeah, and on um, that note, thank you to everyone who is one. Um, yeah. Much, much appreciated. And yeah. And thanks to everyone who bothers to listen. It's heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah, next week we will do. We'll try and do some uh, listeners' messages, including uh, a chap on Patreon who said, "I I don't think you read these," and um, we do. And he told a particularly amazing story about a runaway car, which we will read out next week. <laughs> oh, what about the exploding smoothie? I've got to and the exploding s- smoothie oh, that, will that be read amazing, out as well. Amazing, amazing. Uh, and there's a few. So bump starting anecdotes a go-go and uh, with a a side order of exploding foodstuffs we've had quite a rich crop of messages if you have anything to add to that please do get in touch Uh, but that is that for this we will do all this again same time next week until then goodbye bye bye love you It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.